Reporting from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations, this is the Cyber Risk Report. The Cyber Risk Report is a strategic intelligence product created by Cisco analysts that highlights current security issues in mid- to long-range perspectives. The report addresses various risk management categories, such as vulnerability, physical, legal, trust, identity, human, and geopolitical. This report covers the time period of September 2nd through September 8th, 2013. Vulnerability for the period remained consistent with previous periods. The highlights for the period include the Microsoft Security Bulletin Advanced Notification for September 2013 and continued Java exploit activity. Microsoft released the Microsoft Security Bulletin's Advanced Notification for September 2013 that includes 14 security bulletins. The large number of September bulletins impacts Microsoft Office, Microsoft Server Software, Microsoft Windows, Internet Explorer, and the Microsoft.NET Framework. Microsoft has rated four of the bulletins as critical and the other ten as important. The bulletins will be released on Tuesday, September 10, 2013, and Cisco SIO will provide full details and IntelliShield alerts and recommendations in applied mitigation bulletins along with Cisco IPS signatures. Other vulnerability activity included continued proof of concept and public exploit for previously reported Oracle Java vulnerabilities, Apple WebKit updates, multiple vulnerabilities in EMS, RSA, EGRC, and a vulnerability in Apache OpenJPA that could allow a remote attacker to inject malicious JavaScript. Oracle reported an Oracle eBusiness Suite password disclosure issue that could allow passwords to be stored in plain text within log files. This appears to be a trending type of issue, being identified more frequently as organizations are increasing their logging and their log monitoring. Organizations should be aware of these types of issues and ensure they are not creating sensitive information exposures in their logging activity. As indicated by the high number of threat outbreak alerts recently, Cisco email security analysts continued to identify an increasing number of spam and phishing threats. The majority of these are modified versions of previously reported malicious messages using the common themes of fake electronic invoices, fake order receipts, fake shipping notices, and tracking messages, and fake messages related to the confirmation of account information. Users should be advised to increase their vigilance for potentially malicious spam messages and are reminded not to click on web links that are provided within the message or open file attachments. Cisco released the security advisory, multiple vulnerabilities in Cisco WebEx recording format and advanced recording format players, addressing five vulnerabilities. Cisco also released five security notices, Cisco Social Miner cross-site scripting vulnerability, Cisco ASA certificate processing denial of service vulnerability, Cisco Jabber for Windows Certificate Validation Vulnerability, Cisco GSS Cross-Site Request Forgery Vulnerability, Cisco Secure Access Control System Malform Packet Denial Service Vulnerability. IntelliShield published 118 events last week, 72 new events, and 46 updated events. These alerts are available via the IntelliShield Alert Manager service. Visit www.cisco.com slash go slash IntelliShield for more information. In the Physical Risk Management category, the 12th anniversary of the September 11, 2001 attacks 
coinciding this year with the increasing global tensions over Syria, have multiple governments and private sector organizations issuing elevated security alerts and warnings. On September 11, 2012, the anniversary was marked with an attack on the American diplomatic mission in Benghazi, Libya, that resulted in the death of the U.S. Ambassador and three others. Only one month ago, the U.S. closed 22 embassies and consulates due to detected threat. Yet the U.S. Department of Homeland Security released an assessment stating there have been no credible or specific information that points to any terror plot tied to the anniversary of the September 2001 attacks. This anniversary continues to cause elevated security measures across the U.S. and at multiple locations across the globe. Again, this year, there are elevated tensions across many areas with known Al-Qaeda affiliates and influences and that have been targets of previous attacks and threats. Despite the lack of any known threats, organizations, and all individuals are advised to increase their vigilance leading up to and on this anniversary date for suspicious physical and cyber activity. Individuals and organizations should also be aware that such event themes are commonly used in malicious spam, phishing, and SEO poisoning attacks, and are advised to avoid email messages and web links associated with 9-11 anniversary themes. Moving on to the legal risk management category. Montana is the latest U.S. state to create its own privacy legislation, joining a growing list of states that have now passed their own regulations. The states are moving forward and passing legislation despite the lack of federal action on the working updates to the Electronic Communications Privacy Act legislation and creating regulations that only apply at an individual state level. While most of this state legislation is similar, varying versions address email, text messages, and geolocation information. As the states move forward, independent of federal updates, the regulations are causing confusion for both local and interstate law enforcement and businesses. If this continues without federal action that would take precedent over the local regulations, it could further increase the confusion, similar to the widely varying international laws and regulations that many countries and international organizations have been working to align and consolidate. Law enforcement, businesses, and individuals are already forced by regulatory requirements to comply with a variety of regulations regarding privacy, sensitive information protection, and compromise notifications to name only a few. Businesses are required to comply with the regulations in the area in which they operate, local, national, and international. To meet these requirements, businesses will have to continue to track these actions closely and ensure their compliance with all levels of regulation. Next, in the Internet of Things Risk Management category. The U.S. Federal Trade Commission complaint against TrendNet was reported as the first case of an everyday product with connectivity to the Internet. The complaint was filed after it was discovered that the cameras could be accessed from the Internet, with web links posted to cameras that allowed anyone on the Internet to view live camera feeds. Although the cameras were, mar were marketed as secure, the complaint alleged that the cameras allowed open access, transmitted clear login credentials, and stored the login information in clear text. As the Internet moves to the Internet of Things, security must be a consideration for development, businesses, and individuals to prevent these types of incidents and legal actions. As continues to be reported with industrial control system vulnerabilities, it is fairly simple to scan, 
identify and exploit devices that do not have even the most basic of common security controls implemented. When considering these new and developing Internet of Things devices, organizations and individuals should consider the security of these systems and select devices that have had their security tested and validated. For those capable, test these systems and monitor the related network activity to ensure they are not exposing sensitive information or video. In the Privacy Risk Management category, the Pew Research Center recently released a survey focused on what users were doing to protect their privacy. The survey found 86% of U.S. Internet users attempt to use one or more methods to protect their online activity. The survey found that high numbers of users cleared their browser history and cookies, removed social media posts, avoid providing personal information on websites, use temporary accounts with fake names and information, or provide fake information when asked. A majority of users responded to the survey that they attempt to use anonymity when on the internet, but similarly, few have high confidence in that privacy. It is good news that users are increasingly aware of the privacy and taking steps protected online and have a realistic expectations of that privacy. Other recent reports noted a major increase in the Tor network, although some activity may be credited to bot activity. While the security measures mentioned in the survey are all worthy, users should understand that the fake account and information is not likely effective due to the ability of many to perform data mining on accounts and social media. And it was disappointing to see only 14% used encryption of communications. This may indicate that encryption programs can continue to be too difficult for most users to install, configure, and use effectively. Along with those security controls provided in a work environment, users should consider similar controls on their private systems. Since many are likely using the same systems for both work and personal activity, having these controls can provide high level of privacy, and users can go further and report to government agencies, organizations, that seem to abuse users' privacy through tracking, information gathering, or unclear privacy end-user agreements. Finally, in the geopolitical risk management category. In late August, China's .cn domain was hit by a distributed denial-of-service attack. According to the China Internet Network Information Center, the attack lasted several hours and resulted in a 32% drop in domestic Internet traffic. Major websites, including Weibo, the Bank of China, and Amazon.cn were affected, but there was no discussion of who might have been behind the attack, leaving observers to speculate. Governments are often reticent to provide information following embarrassing incidents or revelations, sometimes for good reasons. China is by no means the only country featured in the news recently for being slow to discuss sensitive issues. The U.S. intelligence community has been taken to task frequently this summer over leaked information related to the National Security Agency's surveillance techniques. Traditionally, many governments have refused to confirm or deny leaks and rumors, but in the era of politically motivated hacks, this has become more difficult. Never before has it been so easy or cheap to uncover and disseminate information never meant to be made public, and never before has it been so easy to fabricate rumors and lies. A world without privacy or government secrecy may not be realistic or even desirable, 
but the revelations of 2013 point to a new world where everyone seems to have less control over their private information, individuals, companies, and governments. If this trend continues, information security specialists tasked with protecting data should be prepared to work closely with communication specialists who handle messaging related to data. This concludes the Cyber Risk Report for this week. To read the full report, visit www.cisco.com go SIO and select the Cyber Risk Reports link. Tune in for next week's report from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations. Thanks for listening and stay safe.